Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We had four games yesterday. We've got four games to recap. We had drama. So much drama. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us. Those of you who have been with us for this whole run, we love you. Any new listeners, appreciate you too. Coming to you live from the Roosevelt Studios in the Bronx. That's R-S-V-L-T-S dot com slash John Boy. Get yourself some fun swag. My name's Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. We got Trevor coming here from California and producer Bug Bug Dude behind the dish. Four games yesterday will be eight minutes on the clock per game. We will recap, give our thoughts, let you know what happened. If you missed any of them, it's hard to watch all four games, but Trev did it. I did. How you doing, Trev? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, An excellent day of baseball. As we talked about before the show, I had a great day on our picks and the Homer draft. Mm. And what's really cool is we're seeing guys step up, and apparently the Rays had a Mookie Betts-like player just stashed away at the alternate site, and he has really taken off, and I love, love when that happens. So I was, I had a good day yesterday. How about you guys? Should we call this guy up? He plays at an MVP level. I don't know. Let's like get... you said, don't trade with the Rays. If you're a baseball team, just avoid that. Whole don't want to. Takeaway at bats from Hunter Renfro. Uh, yeah, man, we're we're seeing some dudes stand out. Uh, excited for Belly, man. He obviously robs a homer. He hits a homer. Hopefully, he can put his postseason hitting woes behind him. Uh, and yeah, man, some some strong performances. You know, we're not looking back at any Marcus Simeon blow in the game. Instead, we're looking at Marcus Simeon hitting a a big homer. And the A's do some good stuff. Uh, Braves continue their pitching So it's uh, uh, You know, said it before, say it again Baseball's hot in the streets And it's it's fun, man Yeah Cheap, cheap hindered going oppo Tank job to save the season Huge I, I Did you get what you him. wanted? Yesterday what, you what were else? requesting Drama Big game Yeah, I mean Would that Dodgers-Padres say- was must watch The A's I mean, we'll get there, and I don't want to jump ahead. We are a cron pod. We are a cron pod. The A's are up 4-2, to two, and then in one inning, they're down 7-4 in a 2 nothing game. Season on the line, they just blew it to the bad guys again, and then they fought back, and then the Dodgers and Padres are having a high school street fight last night. Like, I love it. Yes, we t- the knob got turned last night. Ooh, turn the knob. Turn these knobs, daddy. Whoa. <laughs> so this episode of Talking Baseball is brought to you by our listeners, supporters, and community. But especially today, it's Michael McKenna, Ronnie Crawford, Impeach the Paw Patrol, mm. FD, Scott, Michael Mendoza, Andrew Martinez, Will, Jose Rodriguez, Orlando, Kate Harrington, and Sam Mueller. Those are our most recent patrons. We appreciate them. They can watch live with us in the morning. They can uh, listen to us pregame. Sometimes we do a long postgame when we have time, uh, and they help us out, and we love them, and we support them. Thank you. Thanks. All right, let's get right into the Quran pod. The first game, as always, is the Braves. They always play first. We had the rookie, Ian Anderson, going up against Pablo Lopez. The Braves win on two solo shots from the same two dudes that hit home runs in game one. How about that? Mm. Darno goes deep, Swanson goes deep, and that's it. Ian Anderson deals. He's the real deal right now. He goes 5.2, only gives up three Hits, zero earned runs. He hands it to their bullpen of of the guys we talked about yesterday. Names that you know, you've never thought of them as killers, but here they are 
all getting it done, the experience and all that. Darren O'Day, Madzik, Will Smith, Melanson. Um, they go scoreless, hitless, those four. Marlins only get three hits. Uh, so <clears throat> when the Marlins had four hits, the Braves – no, 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 the Marlins only had three hits. The Braves only had four hits. Just two of them were home runs. Pablo Lopez missed his spot twice. The Darno one, he might have hit his spot. The Darno home run's kind of badass. Like that's those a, hands in right there. Pulled those hands in and got it. The Swanson home run, he wanted a high fastball. It got. It was a, a low fastball, and Dansby, kudos to him. Not the kind of guy that you think is going to crush a mistake like that. And that's the game. Two nothing. Um, I don't know. You got anything, Jake? Don't tell Dansby that. He's got that chip on his shoulder. Oh, yeah. Got traded, man. He... uh. He's feeling it. Good for him. Good for Darno. Darno, another. He was a big prospect going back a few moons for the Mets. He had a big injury history. He got cut by the Mets last year. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Mets are done. And then he started playing really well for the Rays. The Braves gave him a nice little contract, and we were kind of like, you know, uh, why don't you go pay Yasmani or something like that? Darno raked this whole year, OPS in the ninth. He bats cleanup on a team with Ozzie Albies, Ronald Acuna Jr., Freddie Freeman, and Marcelo Zuna. And it's not like a gimmick. He's doing the damn thing. So awesome for him. Ian Anderson, he had a 195 ERA in the regular season, 32.1 innings. His playoff performance is now 11.2 innings in the two starts, 17 punchies, uh, five hits, three walks. So, I mean, it's not like... Guys are just hitting it at people like he's doing it. Um, Jim Cott and Buck Showalter in the booth were drooling good. over him. They were like, yeah, that's good. that's what you want a pitcher to look like, baby. Um, so, I, I don't know, excited for the Braves. And, hey, Pablo Lopez, he shoved to um, the, the Marlins. They got beat, though. And, uh, I, it, you know, something nice about the playoffs, you, you find out more of the story. You know, we've been tracking kind of these Marlins pitchers all year. They said it a few times, which, you know, you get that on a broadcast, but the Pablo Lopez story with when they originally banged the season, he was throwing with his dad every day. They were quarantining together. Then the season comes back. His dad has a heart attack and passes right before the season. And then the Marlins got COVIDed, so he was in the hotel room, like, by himself with all of that emotion. Uh, So to find out that story, you know, Pablo Lopez uh, got a fan in me, and I think he got a lot of other fans last night, but... uh, Good for the Braves, man. They just keep doing the damn thing, and they can pitch. They can pitch. Trev? I have a question that's not about this game. There's nothing left to talk about, Jake. You really killed it right there. I got to be honest. Appreciate you. Go ahead, Jim. Who's the GM of the Mets when they made the R.A. Dickey trade? Ooh. I should know this. Um, Wasn't Phillips, right? 2012 Mets GM. Sandy? Sandy something. Alderson? Maybe. Yeah, I think it was Alderson. That's well when you type 2020, 2012 Mets GM, that's what comes up. Yeah. Good trade. Flipped one year of weirdo Dickey mm. for Thor and Darno. Darno didn't work out for the Mets and then they moved on from him, but it's like Darno or Dickey and Tolly. <laughs> yeah. Sell high, Dickies, yeah, yeah. That's that was that's an incredible a fucking knuckleballer who won whatever the you Cy Young. Right the thing buying into a knuckleballer who won the Cy Young. All right, whatever. I just was reliving that trade, and it it looks hilarious now. I do want to say a few things on the game, if that's all right with you guys. Would love that. Yeah, I want number you one. Yes, put some respect on Ian Anderson's name. First of all, the guy has done uh, it all Ian? Long. It's pronounced Ian, so why don't you put some respect on his name? Ooh. Whatever it's pronounced, I'll call him whatever he wants me to call him. Yeah. Probably so he's Ian. he's doing to me. Probably Ian. Ian. Yeah, probably Ian. Ion thing just got Ion. <laughs> Ion <laughs> Anderson, my guy, has been doing it all year long. Put some respect on the name. And then I go back. I want to see your pedigree. Who are you? What do you yeah. Where did you come from? Where's he from, baby? Where's he New from? York? Yep. Yeah, Shenandoah, Shenandoah, baby. Yeah. The Shenandoah Shadester, they call him. But the thing about it is, we should have known this is coming. This guy's a third overall pick. It's not like he came out of nowhere. This guy's legit. 
So now you got Freed and Anderson at the top of your rotation. The Braves are looking legit for years to come. They got those guys so cheap, dude. Acuna, cheap. Seven years, a hundred. Is that what it was? That's cheap. Can I tell you something? Going to make Ozzie you like Ozzy cheap. Can I tell you something's going to make you like uh, Ian Anderson a little more. Sure. You grew up a Red Sox fan. Hates the Yankees. Mm, I don't care about that. Yeah. Because then when you get in the yeah. pro ball, you don't care about anything. Well, I'm just telling you, you're a Yankee hater, so you probably like him. I'm not a Yankee hater. I'm not. I'm really not. I like. I'm like. Yeah, a you Yankee rooted for the South. Jimmy hater. There you go. I like seeing mm. your guys' misery <laughs> a little bit. Misery company. You like acting like it, but you don't actually like it. Hey, we're talking about Braves Marlins. We can talk yeah, Yankees later. Into- I'm telling you. If the Braves can do this with their if the Braves can do this with their bullpen, if Ian Anderson can give them these starts, um, we'll see what Kyle Wright does today and what they do with their bullpen, because I think up two oh in the series, they're gonna kind of chill on the bullpen guys we've been talking about. They both pitched two days in a row. I think they'd rather save them in game three and have a full attack rest game four. So we'll see what the plan is with Kyle Wright game three today. But if their bullpen can do this, go four shutout innings, uh, and then their pitchers can hand a ball to them. Like if they can win two nothing games, the Braves are very scary. I didn't think they could win two nothing games. They're proving me wrong. So go Dude, Braves, go. Will Smith and Mark Berlanson were like have been legit relievers for quite some time. You know, Darren O'Day has kind of kicked tires, been around, and and the other guy who pitched yesterday was who. Uh, Tyler Matzik, kind of a young, he's good, lefty. Was he a starter at some point? I feel like he was. Maybe maybe getting somebody mixed up. But these guys have been doing it for a while. So they have a good mixture of young talent, veteran presence. I just look, Freddie Freeman's a free agent after next year. That's going to be an interesting thing for them. Seems like that guy's going to be a rave his whole career. I mean, it's just what it looks like. What's the news? Wow. I thought it was break. He hit the passing news. I thought it was mm. breaking news, but it's supposed uh, to be the two-minute bell. But like I said, these guys are set up for success. They have these guys on really team-friendly contracts, so they can go out and spend on Freddie if they need to. Uh, they can lock up. I mean, they're going to try to lock up Max Fried and probably Ian Anderson this offseason. If I was, if I was them, that's exactly what I would do. I I remember I I was reading an article I forget if it was this preseason or last preseason and it, one of the short kings of baseball who I respect said, you know if the Braves don't win multiple titles in the upcoming decade it's a massive failure and I was like whoa multiple titles like that's heavy and the reason they said that is because they still have help on the way this dude Kyle Wright they've got other pitchers coming like. We saw Ronnie and Acuna and Freddie's been there. Like they've got more help on the way. They are set up. Um, and but real flexibility to go if, get the pieces you need. That's exactly that's the recipe, man. Hamels and Ozuna come off the books next year. We're getting into a little too much stuff. Hey, fish fight, baby. Ian Anderson has oh, a man. twin. Ian Anderson has a twin, twin brother yeah. who was his catcher in high school. Yeah. Oof. Interesting. So it's in double A, Ben Anderson. Trying to look at what else we got from this game. Yeah, I mean, three hits for the Marlins, only four for the the Braves, like you said, but they made them count. They were pitching. Yeah, I think we're I think we're good here. I mean, Braves look good. If they can win that kind of game and they can win the games where their offense goes crazy, that's uh that's a good sign. Like I that's more if they banged again and won like ten to four and like everyone was hitting. Okay, we know they can do this, but this is a little more impressive that their pitching can hold up. Joshua Cook in the chat just mentions it quickly. Chris Martin, Shane Green, and A.J. Minter, three show relievers, didn't pitch for them yesterday. Like, they got a pen, man. Yeah. I got to say this, though. Say it. It's not like the 27 Yankees lineup they just went through, though. If if they go on and face the Dodgers, I think these conversations could change. They They're face the Marlins and the Reds. I ain't saying I'm have. not. Yeah, I'm not trying yeah, to say the to Braves hit. are going to beat. Everyone's the thinking it. Yeah, everyone's. They ain't going to win games like this. They're playing who they they're been, they're playing who they're scheduled to play, and they're doing a good job. Next, next, Houston Astros A's. Good game here. Um, do I have the wrong game? No, you got it, baby. Nine seven. <clears throat> Nine seven. This was uh, Urquidy gets the start because Grinky's got arm stuff going on. 
baby Jesus. A's need him. They both end up with pretty similar stat lines by the end of it. 4.1, four earned runs. Uh, Arkini gives up four yakers. Lazardo gives up two. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the, the big inning, besides the two-hole hitters who hit home runs in the first inning, nice uh, stats, stats that exist but don't matter, go check them out. Um, you know, Jeez. the series felt like it was over. The big guys homered Olsen and Simeon for the A's. They got the lead. It's 4-2, to two, top five. And then the bad guys, the Astros, they put up five in the fifth, and you're like, damn, well, it's over, huh? But Chad Pinder with the big Apotaco three-run homer to tie it. They get a couple sack flies in the eighth, and Liam Hendricks drops it on the table. Three innings pitched, one hit, four Ks, only 37 pitches in three innings on the table. Uh, A's get a win, and they, uh, well, they they needed it. Dumb sports analysis. Remember when we were doing the pregame show? We were doing the pregame show, and I remember that Liam Hendricks was available, and I was like, ooh, that's kind of the only thing that's a difference maker for me, like mentally. I mean, he's the only one bringing the the vim and vinegar. He goes single, and then the ump calls a phantom catcher's interference, and you're like, oh, shit. Two on, no outs. Yeah, what was that? This is a terrible situation. And Liam Hendricks drops his Australian uncircumcised penis onto the table. I'm not confirming nor denying. Confirming, lived I'm in confirming. Australia. My brother was born in Australia. Circumcisions are very uh, not a thing in Australia. Saw a I've lot played, of saw a lot I've of classmates naked when I yeah. lived in Australia. Yeah, you're not lying. Changing into our speedos for swimming. How old were the kids you saw naked? Uh, we're talking uh, grade one. Okay. Oh year one. They say year. They say year one, year two. So year you're year one, yeah. you're saying you saw a lot of six, seven year olds. No, naked. no, eight, nine, ten. Eight, nine, ten yeah. year olds naked. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I know Confirm. a lot about the schooling system in Australia. They don't necessarily go and finish high school. They go into trade school. Yeah, and and yeah. after like fourth grade, they go into all boys and all girls schools, and that takes you through high school if you go. Um, we would make fun of this one guy, Luke Hughes. I don't know if you guys remember that name, because mm. he only went through grade eleven. So we were just calling him a dummy because he didn't finish mm. high school. And he'd be like, "Mate, that's not how we do things in Australia." I was in trade school yeah. to be an electrician. Yeah. I'm like, "Okay, you can you talk like school, Luke? You dummy, can you talk like Luke Hughes more?" Like no, that. I don't like that. I'm not a like good. That. I'm not a good accent person. It's but I want to say something. When okay. I was in grade two, my my school got robbed and my principal got beat up while we were in, in school. <laughs> Our school got robbed twice while we were there in Australia because we were right off the what train line. Rob well, they'd rob the they'd rob the bank. They'd hop on the train and they'd take it to our stop, and then they'd get off and rob our school. It happened twice in the two years I was there, and one time they just beat up our principal. <laughs> Our principal had to, he had a black eye. He came on the announcer and he was like, you know, oh, I died. <laughs> I'm not going to do Australian accent, but, you know, I dialed 0000. That's like their 911 or something like that. <laughs> but I got beat up. <laughs> Take the day off, Prince. All right, okay. Trev, you were saying. Yeah. Liam Hendricks, difference so. maker. Got out of the jam. Yeah. I believe he's available again today for one. Oh, hour. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's coming. Uh, Chi Pinder. That's Chad Pinder. That's that's what everyone calls him, Chi. Uh, very, I'm very friendly with, with him. I loved him when we played together. We developed a really uh, nice bond. So I've been talking to him throughout the playoffs. And he had a baby in August or something like that. So I'm asking him how it's going. He, he sent me the saddest text. Ooh, oh, my he God. He said, you know, it's going great. Being a dad is great, except I haven't seen my son or my child. I forget what he has. I'm sorry. I don't want to mess it up. Uh, I haven't seen my yeah. child since, since it was born. Oh. So, like, you know, they saw the birth, but they had to go back in and, like, kind of quarantine, and he was been, he'd been around the players, all that stuff. So this guy hasn't even seen his kids. He's going. Oppo Homer. He's got Oppo Juice. We talked about the juice that he has. And another thing about him, he's one of the unsung heroes of the playoffs. We always look for those guys. Randy Arazarain is one of them, but he's kind of like, 
we'll the get best player there. ever. Yeah. Chief Pender is the guy that's coming up and showing up, playing third base. Matt Chapman's not there. Can play all over the field. I love it, man. That was such a huge moment. Like I literally got off my couch and like screamed, and my wife was yelling at me because our my daughter was snapping. Whatever. It was awesome. Go Chi. I too have scared your daughter. Um True. Couple big things for me. Uh top of the lineup, Simeon, Listella, Pinder all get on base three times each. The top three hitters three times. That's good. Olsen moves up in the lineup. He hits the Moondog. He has a walk as well. He looks a little better. Mark Canna behind him gets on base twice. I love that they had to win this game. Uh, you know, it wasn't Houston blowing it. The A's almost blew it. They come back and they win this game. Uh, Diekman, also good out of the pen. He was their other scariest option this year. And uh, Bob Melvin hit some buttons. We talked about that. Uh, moved Olsen up in the lineup. Kept Chad Pinder playing third base. They've been playing Lamb against righties. Mm-hmm. Believed in his guy, and it paid off. I love it. You got some buttons hit, and they worked, and you lit the couple guys that need to be lit for Oakland. I'm feeling good about them. Yeah, I think Houston might be playing for game five, too, with Tibbet going today and a lot of arms being used. So. And they're tweeting at Carabas before the game. They are all they were acting before this game like they already won the series. The Astros account? No, like oh, players. Oh, McCullers. McCullers. Well, McCullers and then he deleted his Twitter. Gray, like He deleted his Twitter? McCullers did. Cause he, cause, cause he got he went into the mud and soft. He, he's he's soft and he tried to not be soft and it's probably my it. worst take I've ever given on this show. I apologize for that take, everybody. It's okay. We know That's what you're kind of know what you're going for. You were like, if you was on a team with me, I think I'd be into it. Which you well, kind of have to if you're a cheater, on a team. Because I wouldn't let that yeah. happen. Because I look at my outfit today. I'm pure as the driven snow. Purest man in baseball, they say. Correa was treating Adam too. He was just there was the quotes going on. Martino got involved, and I don't know. Correa, the whole thing was like, just messy. Correa, them, team, then, why? Why are want. they? Why are they denying that Martino news? Like it's very nuts. It's very clear you guys want crazy. It's very clear you guys are driven. By the hate you are receiving. And that's fine. Like, I've almost applauded them for that. Yeah. And now they're like, that's not true. They're insane. They're they're just insane. It's not that they're insane. It's not that they're they're in a blender of delusion. They're in an impossible situation. How are you supposed to act? Like, they cheated. Shut up and play. I mean, that's the best thing they could do is just absolutely say nothing, and then we would say something about that too. They're in an impossible situation. I mean, there's no right way for them to do anything. Like they're they're hated, and they're gonna be hated, dude. Like that's that is the reality of the situation. And like I think uh, I think they've realized that. Like whatever they do, people are just like, dude, shut the fuck up. You're a cheater. When you have to live with that, like the rest of your career, when you experience the opposite end of that when you were the beloved franchise and the, the beloved team of baseball like they don't know what to do dude it's it's really hard for them I, that's kind of what i was talking about this year like i feel for these guys like they're not like bad people dude like they're not like i mean i don't know is osuna still on the team because he's a bad person but okay. but they're not bad people they did a bad thing and they weren't able to pay the price for it like a guy that does steroids he pays his toll he goes and gets suspended they didn't have any of that so people are pissed at them and now they're just in this world where they're like dude what the fuck like people hate us and there's no way we're gonna get out of this hole it's tough man yeah but don't like they're handling it poorly yeah i agree it's a tough situation they also did it yeah i know it's a big that's the biggest part that's don't don't story. rob a bank if you don't want to be called a bank robber. I really, I really, really. One day we're gonna find out. Like who the fuck started this whole thing? Like it was uh, it Beltran? We got a lot of off season too. Let's get some games. No, it was. Was it Cora? No. It was huh? the front office. The front office. It was. Well, the they said that, but no, dude, that's. Okay, no. let's do this in the off season. Yeah, playoff games we're talking about. Fuck those guys. A's and five. Next. There had to be a player that said, fuck it, let's do it, and let's do it this way. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. The next game is Yankees race. 
the Yankees. Oh, the next game mm. is actually. Hold on. You guys aren't going to want to miss this. Is it brought to you by DraftKings, Jim? I don't know, Jake. Maybe. Week four of football is in the books. Now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week five. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook. That's Empire with the DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Uh, mixing and matching. America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week five, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to receive a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. I could Mm. use that because I just signed a lease yesterday. On top of that great sign-up offer, DraftKings offers great odds and boosts every Sunday to help you make it rain. Mm. Don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving all you basketball fans a 200% profit boost on any basketball market once you sign up. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up and get $1,000. Up to $1,000. Up to. That's code JOMBOY to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match. Each up to $500 deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough restriction supply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Game three. Rays, Yankees, Tanaka versus Morton. Morton looked great. He was crisp. Tanaka was anything but, leaving a lot of pitches over the heart of the plate, being a little predictable with his pitch mix. Uh, The Rays take advantage. The Yankees cannot get out the bottom of the Rays' order. Wendell, Adamas, Kiermaier, Perez, the 6, 7, 8, 9. They have eight hits combined and six RBIs. The Yankees' offense can't get anything going against Morton, really. They got him in one inning when he was out of the uh, stretch. He was pretty not great when he was in the windup. He was absolutely dominant. Um, this game, for me, falls on Tanaka. And I, we said this multiple, multiple times. I say it about a lot of things. Until, until you're not, you are. And I say until you're not a beast in the playoffs, you are. He's not anymore. Uh the rain kind of fucked him in Cleveland, but, I mean, this was just not a good outing by Masahiro Tanaka. Not sharp at all. Uh, Higashioka, the catcher at the end, said, yeah, I think we were very predictable. Uh, Kiermaier seeing that first pitch hanging curve, first pitch hanging slider in the middle of the zone. He did that a lot. And then Kiermaier said, yeah, I, I figured he was going to throw me one of those, so I was waiting for it. Um, and that's a big home run. Bummer. Trevor, your Yanks. I got just a few questions. I, the whole Higashioka starting thing, like, I'm torn because I do think you should reward players that, like, earn that distinction and, and have been playing well. But Gary Sanchez has earned the right to struggle a little bit and still be in the freaking lineup, man. So this was a reach for me. This is a reach for me. Teams that. I, I read this today. I need to get this stat up, it, but I'm, I'll give it the correct stat later. But you need to out-homer teams in the playoffs. That's what wins playoff. The teams that out-homer the other team in playoff games win over 70% of the time. So the old notion that you got to move runners over and do all this shit in the playoffs is not true. You need to score runs. You score runs by hitting homers. You need to have one of the better home run hitters in the game, in your lineup. Like, let him figure it out. Live and die with your dudes, man. Like, don't try to get cute and do and put Higgy in there. Like, I love Higgy. He's a good dude, but this is Gary Sanchez we're talking about. And I think, like, we're probably going to see Gary Sanchez in the day because why? Higgy went 0 for 3? If you really believe in Higgy, he better be back in there today because you're going to take a one-game sample size and, and then say, oh, so actually, he's not hot. He's not hot. Garrett, let's put Gary back in there. To me, that was a huge mistake. I mean, look, what was the, the final score end up being? Not, uh, eight to four. 
Gary Sanchez pumps one. The, to- the game totally changes. I-, I just don't understand why the Yankees are trying to get cute with everything right now. I just don't. I just don't Whoa. get it. Yeah. That that move. Uh, it, what you're saying is but fair. It was being applauded. It was being what, applauded what throughout Yankee Twitter. What you're saying is fair, but it's also problem ten on the list. Um, and unfortunately, Gary Sanchez's bad play made this a situation. Kyle played nice, which you said, you know, you like rewarding guys. Yeah, I do. But also, Gary's played like shit this year and the end of last year. A lot of Gary's good baseball numbers from last year are the, are the first set. We don't know. We don't know. I mean, things got to be talked about and reworked. Uh, the catching situation, they call it day-to-day, and I think it is. Um, day by day. Let's, uh, Tanaka gets lit up. Um you know, playoff Tanaka, we were on that. He's looked bad. His two playoff starts this year, that stinks. Chad Green comes in. They use one of their good relievers trying to limit the damage. He gets pumped, um, and and you just can't do that. Charlie Morton looked good, um, looked good, and, and he's a really good pitcher, and he can do that. Um, and, Trev, yeah, kind of what you're saying with the home run stuff, you know, it the Rays – it feels like if they beat the Yankees, it should be with pitching, defense, and timely hitting, right? Um, but, man, they outmash the Yankees in a lot of the games this year. And, again, it's these guys that if you look at their baseball reference, you know, it, it doesn't make sense on paper. Kevin Kiermeyer, uh, Randy Rosarena, I can't even really talk about right now. Michael Perez, their backup catcher. He shows bunt the first two pitches, gets down 0-2, hits one oppo field at San Diego. Piss missile, peacocks it. Um, so they they out-hit the Yankees. The Yankees couldn't stop the bleeding. Um, you know, the Rays scored five out of or four out of five innings from the second through the sixth, which like that's just a bad feeling when you can't stop the other team. Joey Wendell has a 583 bad on base percentage these three games. They, they're just he's like I, I said he's an aggregating aggravating fuck. But the Rays are really impressive. Like I'm not trying to take anything yeah. away from them. They utilize, ev- like it's you know what they do. You know how Native Americans used to kill the buffalo, but they made sure they used every single bit of the buffalo. They didn't disrespect the buffalo by just leaving it to die. Every bit of it got used, Trev. That's how the Rays use their lineup and their roster. Every thing that they can squeeze out, they do. If Joey Wendell needs to check swing to beat the shift, he'll check swing to beat the shift, and he'll have a 600 on base percentage. Perez needs to homer off an 0-2 pitch in the zone. He'll do it. It's uh, it's impressive, and it's frustrating as a Yankee fan, but it's definitely impressive. Okay, so let's go back to the Homer thing because this is the Yankees game. This is their offensive plan is to mash baseballs. And it's it's a lot of teams plan to do that, especially in today's game. They realize the value of that. It's similar to the Warriors coming in and just raining threes and just mm. taking the league over. That's what's happening. It's, it's the Patrick Mahomes effect. Mm. Let's put up 35 a game and see what happens. Like that's the way sports are going because it gives you a better chance to win. Teams – out-homering their opponents that won 78% of playoff games since 2010. They're 19-1 this year when you out-homer your opponent. Yeah, James Smythe, who does a lot of research for Yes Network, He, if you ever want a thread, um, reach out, and I'll feed you his thread because he's been on this for, like, years now, and he's got a long yes. thread just full of stats. Well, it's, um, it's going against well, the, like, home runs don't win in the playoffs, and it's like, no, 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 no. They do. They, no, they do. They're and, and the thing that wins I want to give our audience a, the reason why, and a really short ex- explanation of why. It's because so, you're you and and score runs. Typically, people say you're going up against really good pitching, and it's going to shut down that those homers. The opposite end of that is you're going up against really good pitching, and stringing gonna, together yeah. three hits in an inning is is very hard. But if you pump one pitch. Like, you can do that. So the whole, like, get him on, get him over, get him in thing, like, okay, like, yeah, you, you have to maybe do that too. You can't just completely don't, abandon. Don't hurt. You can't completely abandon that type of baseball. But it's the homers. It's yeah. the homers. And, so that's, and, like, that's the whole thing with me is, like, Gary Sanchez, fastest player ever to 100 homers, right? Yeah. History of the game. It's a home run hitter. AL. In the AL. Ryan Howard. 
I also have 100 homers in my career. Whatever. Bang. God, it almost just be the Yankees, bro. Was that a little tidbit at the end? Just be the Yankees. <laughs> How many homers you got, Trev? Where are you at? 102, something like that? 107? I forget. It's more than that. Whatever. BBD, you're a Trevor Plouffe stack guy. 106. 106. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank um, you. Yeah, and Trevor, I think I think what the development needs to be is kind of what a tidbit you said there, like the, the get them over, that stuff. That still needs to be in more players' bags. Like, you know, there there should still be half the lineup that should have that in the bag that if you need to get a runner over, you can do that. And I think that'll be part of the evolution of this. But, yeah, home runs win games, and I think that's the biggest bummer right now of Yankee fans or maybe a fear factor of me and Jimmy's offseason. Giancarlo Stanton is playing like a lunatic. Um, you know, he should be the story of the postseason if the Yankees were winning games. Uh, he hits another Moondog, he's out of his mind. I think he has six homers in five games. Former MVP that so many Yankee fans have written off because of injuries, and he's not Aaron Judge. Well, right now, Judge stinks. Uh, he needs to get it going. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, Yanks have put themselves in this situation, and, hey, they got the bad man waiting for game five. Uh, we'll see what they can muster up for game four, but the Rays are beating them. They rolled out more of a lefty lineup today with Tanaka, and I think the Yankees expected that yesterday with Davey, so they're starting to to puppeteer just a little bit. Um, they had to use Castillo at the end of the game. It was his second back-to-back day, so we'll see if that becomes a factor at all between their other guys, but guess what? If they have a lead, Anderson and my arch nemesis, I blank on his name every time. Fairbanks. Fairbanks, uh, those guys Kiermaier. can each, those each can put in too. I like Kiermaier. Um God, he's the best. But uh, yeah, no Yanks. Uh, like Yanks, <laughs> gotta go, man. They get beat. Is that so? Uh, we talked about this. I I called Jake last night. Sorry, Jim. I I, I called Jake. I Facetimed Jake last night. Okay. I was, I was making breakdown. We're in the same. That room. you were crushing it, bro. Great breakdowns last night. Thanks. Before, but the I said, I said, I feel like Game Four is just as much of a must-win for the race as it is for the Yankees. Clearly, it's a must-win for the Yankees because if they lose, they go home. But G. Cole, game five? I'm short. terrified of that shit. Short I'm terrified rest. of that. I don't give a fuck about short rest. This is Garrett Cole on the mound. I'm, I'm curious to see how Cash... I can't even think about it because game four, the Rays are favored and they have all the advantage in the world. I, I got to see what a, Cash is, has a up huge his task. Is he going to? Do you think he empties the chamber today? Yeah, it's going a, all out today. It's an elimination it's a, tomorrow. It's an, it's an elimination game. You have depends the score. Brandon and Chapman can go today and tomorrow. We'll do this in the pregame show. Yeah, oh, I'm talking to, about Cash. Yeah, Cash releases fucking stable of 95 or it, it depends. It's going to depend on the score, and I think game paths have you know. And yeah, besides Diego Anderson. And Fairbanks can go today and tomorrow, so they're 100% pitching. Ke- Kevin Cash, if they're down 4-1, which was the opposite of yesterday, no, I think they've got guys they trust to try to keep it and save those guys, you know, to go two, three innings tomorrow if they want. Like, those guys can go Hendricks mode. I think we'll talk about it on pregame show. This does need to be said, Trev, and I don't know if you saw it, and I did try to preface because I didn't want it to be whiny. There was a couple back-to-back umpire situations that mm-hmm. did change the momentum of the mm-hmm. game. We're not blaming the umpires. Stats. I brought stats for you. I knew this shit was coming. Yeah, but yeah, because I texted you. So producing. no, the stats say that the Rays actually got got it worse than the Yankees. But that yes. one because the, after that situation in the fourth, it, it leveled out. I hate uh, whatever. But I mean that that, that strike him out, throw him out. I don't think it changes the game. I think the Yankees still lose. That strike him out, throw him out, double play was a bad call and like it's a crazy change in that inning you go from two outs I agree. Look, no one on yes i'm a momentum ze- guy zero i'm not out. blaming the umpires I'm you could i i'm also a momentum guy so i i, I get where you're coming from this is it's it's sad that this is a storyline in the postseason man like it shouldn't be it's not yeah. just yankees games i mean yeah. it's every game there's been really bad calls so bad all right next game this is the one with all the drama. Mm. Padres, Dodgers, nuts. One run game, back and forth. Dugouts empty. People are yelling. A go ahead home run was pulled back in. Tatis hits it. I mean, I made the breakdown on it, but that single play is like the most athleticism you'll see 
out of the three players involved. Like the pitcher made a pitch, the hitter rocked it, and then the defender pulled it in. And last year's MVP, this year's new stud, and then a guy that throws BP, but it comes out of his hand 100 miles per hour. Crazy game. A lot more happened than just that. It goes back and forth. It's 4-1 to one Dodgers. The Padres come and make it 4-3. to three. The Dodgers say, no, thank you. We'd like a bigger lead again. They make it uh, 6-3, to three, and then the Padres get a little chippy in the ninth, start coming back. They take out Jansen, um, which is a huge move by Roberts, and they, they bring in, um, was it Kelly? Joe Kelly. Bring in Kelly. He's wild. Walks two, and then just a crazy, crazy game. Um, I don't know. What do you got, Jake? Ooh, uh, yeah, the Dodgers do it. Hey, Zach Davies gets five innings, four runs, but that's so the most, longest longest start by double for a Padres starter. Uh, Kershaw show, he's doing his thing until back-to-back jacks by Machadi and Hosmer, and are we doing the whole San Diego, Slam Diego thing? Uh, it's the belly play. He robs a homer. He hits a homer. Uh, huge, huge for Cody. I hope this changes his postseason experience. Dude's got an OPS in the five. He was the MVP last year with a 1.035. Like, uh, it's just not right, and there should be a leveling out. Um, and, yeah, man, I mean, I love the Padres making it scary. It was must-watch. That ninth inning is as good as baseball gets. It was must-watch. Uh, it was good for baseball. And, I mean, they take out Kenley. Uh, Tatis and Machado are spitting on pitches. It's awesome. Uh Hosmer loses a 1-1 pitch, and that kind of ends the game. Uh, but great baseball. I do think, uh, you know, the Ken Lee stuff is impactful for the Dodgers going forward. I mean, get Trinan or Gratterall in that role. Like, I mean, Joe Kelly's going to walk, guys. I like Trinan, man. We've been kind of teasing that all year. The guy's got experience. He's got one of the best relief years in the books. But anyways, Ken Lee doesn't have it. Um, Mookie Betts, they had a nice... Uh, that steal on McClanahan, the rookie, the other day that we were giving Glaber love for. Mookie and Belly did that on the basis. Drew Palm comes in the game. First pitch, they steal. Nobody's thinking about it. Just good baseball. Um, so, yeah, I mean, holy smokes. If the Padres had won this game, which they were really close to, I think we would be Padreing up. Dodgers are up 2-0. They're a better team. They're great. They survive. Um, go Dodgers. Then the story of this game was Angel Hernandez was behind the plate, and we mm-hmm. didn't really hear anything about it. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That's because that's been a storyline in every other game. These umpires are really making their presence known. But Angel, I mean, I didn't see anything egregious, but I didn't watch completely every single pitch. Uh, but, yes, what a, what a great game. In the Kenley Jansen situation, I think the Dodgers understand how to handle him. Like, they're going to continue to put him in the closer role, especially when they have a three-run lead or something of that nature. But his leash is going to be short because they've been going through this for a couple of years now. He was okay this year during the regular season, not great. Um, he's still their guy, but because of the depth, like they're going to, they're going to have a short leash with him. And I know all of my Dodger buddies, when he comes in, it's like they're biting their nails. They know it's going to be a problem, uh, but. Got the job done last night. The whole um, Machado and Gratterall thing was interesting because we talk about it all the time on this. You want to have fun and do the bat flips and show off and do all that shit. That's fine, dude. But like, understand that you're going to be on the other end of that too. That's I what I always told pitchers. That's what I always tell pitchers. You guys, you strike someone out, you go Rah! and do all this shit. Don't be mad when a hitter hits a homer and pimps it. It's the same way the other way. Machado, you want to take the bat by the barrel and throw it towards your dugout and do that and be cool about it and be on Slam Diego and we do all this shit. Don't be mad when Gratterall does something silly too. It was silly, no doubt about it. I but actually don't, be mad. Have, don't don't say don't say fuck you, fuck you, fuck you to him. I've got a big problem with Machado. And how he threw the bat, I think Tim Anderson should sue him. Mm. Ooh. I mean, that's that's Tim Anderson's move. Yeah. No one did it before. 
And then he kind of like, you know, it's his signature move. It's so, not, look, it's just. He's stolen on, Valor. Stolen Valor, yeah. It's, like, if any team shouldn't be upset, it's the freaking Padres, dude. Do you see what they do? <laughs> dude, I don't care. I, as long as he didn't say, <laughs> just like, as long as. The fact that the only thing Machado could think to say in that instance was "fuck you, fuck you, fuck you," makes it like annoying or or makes it look bad. If he was like, "Oh, I, I don't hate Machado yelling there," I've never seen a pitcher do what Gratterall did after giving up a home run. Uh, long that fly ball out, long fly ball out, a home run in like eighty percent of ballparks or something like that. Um, home run there, <laughs> yeah, home run there, <laughs> yeah, everywhere. <laughs> and I don't care. I, I just I don't care about any of it, really. Like I'm not mad at anything. I just wish Machado didn't just say "fuck you." I wish he like, I don't know, said something else. But I don't what mind him screaming there. Across the diamond, you can't be like, "Hey, like, blah, like blah, shut blah, the blah, fuck blah, up! Blah. I'm gonna get you next I'm time." I'm gonna get you later. And he I'm came get up you against you. That's the exact same thing he said. Jimmy said, "Fuck you! I'll see you." These I'll, players I'll don't have you. wit, Jimmy. Uh, these now TP does no like fuck <laughs> you like to me not. that he comes off like he's life. personally insulted by Gratter like a personal insulted but I don't care if they get into a shouting match there I think that's all fun and I don't care that Machado was a little bit like dude what are you doing that's like, what I'm saying like what are you let doing? these guys get hot I don't, I don't care I like, like that they're hot but like, yeah but dude it's the whole thing if you're gonna do it you gotta be able to take it. Like, come on, man! The, come everyone, on. everyone's a hypocrite in the heat of the moment. Really, if you're really rooting, are. if you're rooting for restraint or like, every like you know, like no one did anything that crazy. Like Max Muncy, Max Muncy coming out of the dugout and being like, "Get back in your dugout." It's I like, like that. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Let's, it's great. Let them all yell at each other. Who cares? They didn't fight. Like, let's too, let's not fun. encourage that. But let them yell and scream at each other. They're division rivals. Bruce Star, hilarious. Hilarious. You almost gave up the yak, or you go glove toss to hat toss. I love to it. To the boom, if, if like he's in the breakfast club. That was actually really cool. Ending. I don't know what that was. He was pumped. <laughs> if we're going to let the hitters and let the kids play, let the pitchers play, let the position players play. And how often do we see those clips? Like, it'll be a... It'll be in the winter, and we'll we'll be doing talking baseball, and there'll be something from the winter league, and we'll be like, "Look how crazy it is! The crowd's going nuts, guys are dancing and yelling." That's what we had. It was great. It was great. So I got I didn't I actually didn't see that. I don't know where the heck I was. I might have been picking up food when I called you, Jake. This might have happened. Yeah, yeah you were at Taco Jack in the Box sushi. Sushi. I got sushi last night. Yeah, Shibuya. Yeah. Shout out Cal Shibuya. Sushi yeah. from Jack in the Box is gross, Trev. It's probably not. If they had sushi, it's probably good because Jack in the Box is king. Is um, Gibby texts me. Friend of the pod, wow. Gibby. Kyle Gibson, for those who don't know. Late night he's big. He, he's big on this whole thing about celebrating. We go back and forth all the time. He Legal goes, weed. we were talking about it. I mean, it was ridiculous. Never seen someone throw their hat and glove in the seventh. <laughs> you can't have it both ways, fellas. We get to celebrate, too. Pitchers are baseball players, too. Like, he was so fired up about it. We got to get Gibby a camera, I think. It's a great thing. Like, like Machado threw his bat. He threw his glove. Yeah. There's a great parallel there. I've never I seen agree. it before. I think that should become Bruce Starr's thing. I think he gets out of an inning. Throw the glove. <laughs> Were the Dodgers mad when oh my Machado God. threw his bat? I love that. Yeah. After every third out, <laughs> Bruce Starr just chucks his glove towards his own dugout yeah. and then picks it up on his way to the dugout. No, he has to have someone that's a personal glove catcher come out. Oh, I like that, too. You can't okay. pick your own glove up. Like, 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 like a touchdown like, celebration. Like if Kike's on the bench, he hops the railing and, like, catches if the glove. If Bruce Starr becomes a closer, like, that should be his, like, closer thing. Throw it to the catcher. There's nothing more There's nothing more embarrassing, and, I've, and I did this a lot in my career. I'd be so frustrated running down past first base. You ground out. You're so fucking mad. End the inning. You take your helmet and spike it down. But then you got to go pick it up because you're not mm. an asshole. You're not going to make the first base coach do that. So you throw your helmet. Sometimes it fucking comes back and hits you in the yeah. face. Sometimes yeah, it goes. That's why Gardner stopped doing it. You got to go pick it up, and there's just nothing worse than that as a baseball player. Like, fuck, I shouldn't have thrown it because now I got to go. Roberts but, removing Kenley's, I think, is the biggest story. But yeah, I throw, Bruce Starr throwing the glove is not needed. Some final Jakey notes, and I've, I've said this my whole life, and I'm a human idiot. Sports are the best reality sure. TV. Um, I mean, Mookie and Gratterall play huge parts in this game and the, the whole trade this offseason and the chaos around that. Kenley Jansen, 
on the bump. The former Curacao catcher. Did you guys see that clip going around of Brawny getting thrown out, stealing second in the World Baseball Classic? Kenley Jansen was the catcher. So the converted catcher has now been this closer for one of the best baseball teams rolling over the past five, six, seven years. He went from dominant to now not dominant, and they've got a whole thing going on. Meanwhile, the hitter's coming up. Austin Nola, Aaron Nola's brother for the past couple years. Now he's becoming a stud. Uh, Trent Grisham, the guy that blew the playoff game last year that started the Nationals Brigade, and then Tatis Machado. I don't have to tell you guys. like The storylines that were going on pitch by pitch were incredible. Sparts. Sparts. We're doing it. We're doing it. Steaks. Hot. Steaks. Steaks. I enjoy that. that. <laughs> it's the best. Trev, did you know that clip? California Yankees, baby. Oh, man. And that's yeah, what, you know what's funny is I coined that term, the California Yankees. That's mine, yeah, by sure the way. Did. Thank Take, you very much. Oh, damn gonna, it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> ah, I wanted that term. <laughs> what's funny is, okay, <laughs> fucking – Jakey ball game hey. is that they're gonna lose and they're gonna lose today. Yeah. Oh, and everyone's gonna be like, okay. oh, it's all the California guys are a bunch of pussies. Yes, yes. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's totally gonna backfire on me. I'm gonna look up this Rays roster because I'm sure half of them are from California too. But check out that conversation on the Talking Baseball pregame show coming up next. Yeah, I can't wait. I I'll can't f- wait. To, I can't wait for this. Four elimination games potentially today. Yep. Yep. And Ooh, I always say, I always, I always, <laughs> I always say, I'm rooting for game fives and game sevens. I'm rooting for no games on Saturday. I could use, I could use some sleep. <sighs> rooting for no games Saturday. Sleeping when I'm dead and I'm close. I also I have to move. Great. I have yeah. to move. <laughs> yeah, have you to got move. problems. <laughs> to box up a house. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys very much for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. Bruce Star, throw your glove after the third out every, every time. Day. I mean, it's please do it. Every pitch would be exhausting. Yeah, you would need someone to catch it and throw it back immediately, and then just that toss it up just really slightly above and just caught himself, like to himself. Yeah. <laughs> See you guys. Jake sucks.